So today we celebrate a big day in the life of the church. Today is Christ the King Sunday. So I've got uh, the white vestment on today. We're going to do a little incense later. We have a big celebration today. Today should be a very joyful day as we remember Jesus Christ as our King, the King of the universe. Um, And today is the last Sunday in the liturgical year, so next Sunday we'll start Advents. That's the the beginning of the liturgical year, the church's calendar. So today is the very end, or or the last Sunday anyway, of the church's year. And it's fitting that at the end of our liturgical year, we would remember Jesus Christ as our King. Again, this should be very comforting to us. It should bring us a lot of joy and hope and remember that Jesus Christ is the one who reigns over all. He is, in fact, in charge of everything that happens. He is in charge of every part of our lives. And this should bring us great comfort. And yet, on this day, when we celebrate Jesus Christ as our King, this glorious day, we are given this gospel reading where Jesus is on the cross and he seems to be at his weakest point. And we even see the people around him making fun of him and, and making jokes and saying, oh, you know, if you're really the king of the Jews, why don't you save yourself? All the soldiers uh, jeering at him. And even there's the sign above Jesus that says, this is the king of the Jews. That was meant to be a joke. That was meant to be a mockery of Jesus Christ. So why do we have Jesus seemingly at his weakest on this day when we celebrate him as our king? Well, we remember, brothers and sisters, that the kingship of Jesus Christ is not one of political or military might, but rather it's a heavenly kingdom. The kingship of Jesus is one of love and mercy. And when we keep it framed that way, we realize that the cross of Jesus Christ is his greatest triumph. When Jesus Christ is on the cross... He is sacrificing himself for us with all of the love and the mercy of his sacred heart. And he wins the victory for us. He defeats sin and death on the cross. And he gives us that opportunity to spend eternity with him in the heavenly kingdom. This is his greatest triumph. That's why we display it proudly in all of our churches. And we remember that Jesus Christ is our king. And we follow him to the cross. And each of us, as Christians, has been baptized into the body of Christ, into the church. When we're baptized, brothers and sisters, we are brought into the family of Jesus Christ. In a sense, we're brought into the royal family. We're made royalty at our baptism. We have great dignity at being able to call ourselves Christians and participate in the work of Jesus Christ. To be able to participate in spreading the kingdom of Jesus Christ into the world. That love and mercy with which he uh, gives himself for us on the cross. We're meant to spread that to the world. We're meant to live in that dignity. We're meant to be a part of the royal family of Jesus Christ. But it doesn't come without a cost. We recognize that even Jesus Christ, who is our head, who is our king, had to carry his cross. He had to suffer. And we should expect nothing less for ourselves. We understand that in life, there are many crosses. Some of them are small. Some of them are quite big and heavy and difficult for us. And I think in this gospel reading, we're given the two different approaches that we can have to our crosses. Because let's face it, we could spend our whole 
lives, our, all of our energy, all of our effort, trying to avoid suffering, trying to avoid pain, trying to avoid crosses. But it wouldn't work, right? All of us suffer at some point. The only question is, how do we approach that suffering? We could take the model of the first thief who rejects his cross, even as he's hanging there next to Jesus. He rejects his cross. He rejects the suffering. He gets mad at God and says, Jesus, if you're really the Christ, why aren't you saving us? He asks for that earthly uh, quick fix. And when Jesus doesn't give it to him, he rebels. And it's in that way that it makes his suffering all of the more bitter, all the more painful. But we see the good thief, on the other hand, uh, taking the opposite approach. As he hangs there with Jesus Christ, he doesn't ask for that quick fix. He doesn't ask to be let go from the cross. He doesn't ask Jesus to get them out of there. Rather, he asks for his mercy. He asks for that heavenly redemption. And he asks with that beautiful line, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He doesn't run away from the cross. He doesn't try and get down. He simply opens his heart to Jesus Christ, turns to him, and asks for his mercy. And we can do the same thing, brothers and sisters. Again, all of us have crosses, whether they're small or large at this point. All of us can turn to Jesus and say, Lord, remember me. Lord, give me your mercy. Lord, help me carry this cross. And it's when we surrender in that way, it's when we trust in Jesus Christ that way and carry our crosses with him, not trying to run away from them, not trying to get rid of them, but rather offering them to Jesus Christ. It's then that the suffering becomes redemptive. And that's such a beautiful thing about living as a Christian, brothers and sisters, is that our suffering is not meaningless. We don't have to have bitter suffering. Rather, we unite our suffering to that of Jesus Christ. We open our heart to him, and we remember that Jesus only allows suffering when he wants to redeem it, when he wants to make us holy through it. Our crosses are not obstacles to holiness, but rather the means to our holiness. It's our road to holiness. And so let us not be afraid to carry our crosses with Jesus Christ. Never be afraid to turn to him and say, Lord, remember me. Lord, help me. Lord, I open my heart to you. Give me the strength to carry this cross well with you. I promise you, if you do that, he's never going to deny that invitation. He's going to come into your life. He's going to give you that mercy and love, and he's going to help you carry that cross. And again, our crosses are not obstacles to our holiness, but rather the road to our holiness. So let us carry those crosses well. Let us suffer with Jesus Christ. And let us continue to spread his kingdom of mercy and love throughout the world. Continue to glorify him in all that we do. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.